It's the Daily Dose from Countable, what your government is doing and what you can do about it. I'm Andrea Seabrook. Today is Wednesday, January 16th, 2019. The partial government shutdown is now in its 26th day. And the big question today is, State of the Union? House Speaker Nancy Pelosi sent a letter down Pennsylvania Avenue today to the White House warning President Trump that his upcoming State of the Union address may be untenable. It's supposed to happen on Tuesday, January 29th, that's in a few weeks. But Pelosi's letter says that the heavy burden of security for the event is hamstrung by the shutdown. And think about that for a minute. It's a big-time event. The U.S. Capitol is packed to the dome with the most important and critical officers of our country. Members of Congress, senators, cabinet secretaries, military top brass, and many Supreme Court justices. It is an intense security scenario, coordinated between Secret Service, the Department of Homeland Security, and the U.S. Capitol Police. It is a crazy night. No, not the kind of crazy night you might have in college, at least for most of us, but a giant serious to-do, especially for those running security. Heavily armed teams patrol the roofs and the grounds. Every single person among the more than a thousand people attending the event is monitored and controlled. A pressurized tent to keep out biochemical weapons aftermath is inflated in the Capitol basement. And famously, One cabinet secretary is squirreled away in a super secure location should the whole event go kablammy and destroy pretty much the entire federal government. That, by the way, is the entire premise of the TV show Designated Survivor, starring Kiefer Sutherland. Mike, please, just tell us what you know. Capitol's been attacked. Congress. Captain. Eagle is gone. Sir, you are now the president of the United States. So that's why Speaker Pelosi wrote to Donald Trump. In the letter, she says, quote, Sadly, given the security concerns and unless government reopens this week, I suggest that we work together to determine another suitable date after government has reopened for this address or for you to consider delivering your State of the Union address in writing to the Congress on January 29th. That may sound like an attempt to score points in the great shutdown standoff. After all, this presidential duty is directly prescribed by the Constitution itself. In Article 2, establishing the presidency, Section 3 starts out, quote, He shall from time to time give to the Congress information on the State of the Union and recommend to their consideration such measures as he shall judge necessary and expedient. So he's got to do it, right? Well, let's look at that language for a moment. It definitely says the president has to give Congress information about the State of the Union. But it hardly says it has to do it annually, just that he has to do it from time to time. It also says nothing at all about it being a speech or being given to Congress in person. Plus, get this, for most of the first hundred years of our nation's life, it wasn't. Wasn't a speech, wasn't given annually. It was just a written report to Congress, often read out by the clerk. In fact, 
Thomas Jefferson, President number three, thought the addresses that had been given by Presidents one and two, that's George Washington and John Adams, had been way too much like the English king's speeches from the throne. So Jefferson refused to do it. It wasn't until 1913, more than 100 years and 25 presidents later, that Woodrow Wilson established the State of the Union as we think of it today. And why then? Well, radio, the birth of mass communications. What had been a required report to Congress became the perfect opportunity for a president to state his priorities and his case directly to the American people. Democracy has never been the same. Fast forward to now. It's obvious to most of us that almost everything we see and hear from politicians is part of a larger PR campaign. Thorny issues are much more often won or lost, not by a vote in Congress, but by a poll of popular opinion. So perhaps it's not a bad idea for the president and Congress to step back, take a deep breath, and figure out a way out of this shutdown mess instead of constantly playing for the microphones and cameras. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, but don't count on it. As former Speaker John Boehner once put it, in fact, during a shutdown fight with President Obama, when asked if he would reopen the government, If ands and buts were candy and nuts, every day be Christmas. Right here. Well, we can always hope, right? Also, today, you can do these three things to affect your government. One, suggest your own proposal for how to end the shutdown. Goodness knows politicians need to help. Tell us and your reps accountable. Number two, vote on the issue yourself. It's a hot topic uncountable right now. Should President Trump be allowed to give the State of the Union address? And three, call or write your local representative's office, and your senators, and ask them what they're doing about this. It takes just a couple of easy clicks on Countable, the cutting edge of civic tech and the best way to discover what your government's doing and what you can do about it. I'm Andrea Seabrook. Talk to you tomorrow.